So the biggest way, or yeah, just the, the way that I bond with my dad the most is playing tennis with him. So my dad played, he grew up playing tennis. He played in high school. He played in college. He was like a college star. It's awesome. I played tennis in grade school, in high school. I wasn't a star enough to play in college. But like that's the way that we really bond as like dad and son. And so this past Friday, we played. And it was so awesome. We, we started our first set. It was going great. And one thing that has always bugged me, but it's also really beautiful, is that I have never beaten my dad in tennis. He is 60 years old, which is like ancient. And I have never, ever, still have never beaten him. He always wins. I play, I, I can play great shots. I can win some games, but never three sets in a row. And so uh, <laughs> here we are on this Friday. Um, I am playing, guys, I played amazing. So uh, <laughs> first four games, it was four to zero. Like the first set, I was up four to zero. I was, I was crushing him. I was I was destroying, eviscerating my dad. It was so great. And that's one thing, like one of the dreams that I've had for like 20 years is finally to like show my authority over my dad. Like I am going to win. I am going to drink his tears. It's going to be so good. I love my dad, by the way. I really love him. But I've never been able to win. And here I am, like I'm ahead 4-0. It's going so well. I'm, like, I'm going to win the first set. And... So one thing about playing tennis uh, with my dad is sometimes my mom comes along and she watches, but she does her steps. She walks around the park where we play and she gets her steps in and sometimes she'll watch. And so we start the fifth game and my mom comes and she walks up to the courts and she just stands there in the the corner of the court watching us, just being so happy and like delighting in her, her son and her husband. And my dad sees her. My dad sees his wife. And, like, all of a sudden, he just starts crushing me. All, all of a sudden, he just starts winning. And he, like, he, he absolutely crushed me. He ended up winning the game. But it was, like, this thing in his heart, in his, like, just body where he was, like, I want to show off to my love. Like, I want to, like, I want to, like, give this to her. I want to show that I, I, like, still love her. It was, like, this insane thing. I was so crushed at the end, but it was such a beautiful moment that I saw my dad, like, I saw him loving my mom in like a very beautiful way. Um, and that like he was invigorated by his beloved. And like if you've ever truly been in love, that, that's what happens. You're invigorated and you want to like, you, you want to go out of yourself. Like you want to go out of yourself and see the other. And that's what, I mean, that's what love is. It's that self-gift. It's never interior. It's never looking in on ourself. It's always giving of ourself, willing the good of the other is like the philosophical term for love, willing the good of the other, going out of ourselves, self-gift. And man, how often we don't do that. Like we're walking around campus and what are we asking ourselves? Like, what, what, uh, like how do I look right now? Or like, how do I come across? Or like, how are, how are my grades? How am I doing in this class? Did my answer to the question make sense? Like how do I come off as, with my friends? Like all these questions are just interior and in on ourselves. We turn in on ourselves so easily, and that's why the gospel is so beautiful, because Jesus is calling us to truly love, which means to be a self-gift, to go out of ourselves. That here's the rich man who lived his whole life being turned inwards, thinking about his own comfort, thinking about himself. It wasn't that Lazarus was like, 
a bad, like, evil Voldemort guy. He wasn't, like, a bad guy. He was just, he just concentrated on himself. He didn't know what love, he never, I don't know if he ever encountered love before. He never maybe encountered the other before. And so he never, he never encountered Lazarus. He never truly saw him and was able to give of himself in a way. And so it's so sad that that the rich man was never really able to love, to be of that self-gift. Several years ago, there was um, an earthquake in Indonesia and in the northern province, there was this earthquake where um, at the epicenter of the earthquake was an orphanage. And this orphanage, like half of the orphanage got destroyed. And the orphanage was run by religious sisters. R, they're called RN sisters. And these religious sisters, luckily, like through their prayer, um, no child was hurt except for one little girl. That there was this debris that fell on this little girl's um, thigh and it opened up a gash, and she began to bleed profusely. And so these, these sisters, these RN sisters, are also nurses. And so they had a clinic there, brought this girl to the clinic, but she was losing so much blood that they had to, they had to give her blood. They had to find one of the sisters to give blood, and none of the sisters matched the, the little girl's blood type. And so they had to go and ask the children, ask the orphans, if one of them would give their blood. And so one of those sisters went in front of all the kids and said in her broken Indonesian, she didn't know Indonesian really well, she asked them um, if someone could donate some of their blood. Um, And they took all the kids aside who had the same blood type. And so as she's asking that, no kid, they just looked really scared, none of them raised their hand. And then all of a sudden this little boy starts raising his hand and then he like puts it down. And he like starts raising a hand a little and then he puts it down and finally like, with a little tear in his eye, he like puts up his hand. And so the sister says, thank you so much. And so brings the little kid to the clinic and begins to draw blood. And all of a sudden, this little boy just begins to cry. And he begins to, in a way, wail, um, very scared. But within like one, two minutes, it was over. And then the little boy was fine. And so the little sister asked him, you know, why it was only a couple minutes, why were you so scared? And the little boy, Because of the sister's broken English, the little boy thought, she said, we need to take all of your blood. (laughs) And then the sister's like, oh my gosh, you thought we were going to take all of your blood. Why would you ever raise your hand? Why did you raise your hand? And this little boy said, well, because she's my friend and I love her. And man, that just like, yeah, that destroyed me when I first heard that story because here is this little boy who knew actually what that, that love is. Self-gift, giving completely of himself for the other. He saw the other and he wanted to give. That, my, my dad, like in the same way, he saw my mom and he just, he just wants to give. Like if you've ever been in love, you want to give. You have to give of yourself. Um, later on in this Mass, Chrissy is going to receive her first Holy Communion, which is just so good. Because at a college campus, we don't see a lot of first Holy Communions. The beauty of this moment that Chrissy gets to receive is that here is Jesus Christ who gives of himself. That the Eucharist is the perfect example of self-gift. It is the example that we look to for love. And so I I just imagine in my head, like as I was praying this morning, that Jesus at the Last Supper, when he gives himself for the world, 
when he knows that he's going to be received in the Eucharist for centuries, that he had in mind this moment for Christy, that at this moment, September 25th, 2002, I think that's the day today, that here is this moment that he was waiting for since the, since the Last Supper. I finally get to give of myself to my precious daughter. And so I just invite us all to recognize that is the love that we desire and that's the love that we desire to give. Complete self-gift, never turning inward. So when it comes to your own lives, if you have relationships that all it is is taking, all it is is thinking about yourself, or if you're in relationships where things are just being taken from you, to be able to move on and know of your dignity that it is greater than just having things taken from you. Look to the Eucharist. Look to Christ on how to love.